God morning, one and all. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's November 18th. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Father Ed, Sister Virginia, and my daughter, Nicole Deandra. So many things to pray for. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. So many things we take for granted because we think they are so small, but through God's love and mercy, he gives to one and all. I must thank him for each and every gift he graciously sends my way. And through his word, I've come to learn he answers when I pray. We all can claim salvation for his blood was shed for all, but each must come before him in answer to his call. When we give our all to the Savior, we can have sweet peace and rest. His word was proclaimed for his loved ones, and we know our lives will be blessed. Amen. When I wake up in the morning at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven and here's what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me, for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat so full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me. I'll always be grateful until eternity. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you, Lord, for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you are there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday, today and tomorrow, leading the way. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for all your blessings, and thank you, Lord, for all you do. Thank you for our daily bread, and thank you for your love so true. Thank you for the breath of life and for the bounty of the earth so grand. Thank you for this land of freedom and for the hope from your loving hand. To live each day by steadfast faith brings a peace beyond compare. And thank you, Lord, for letting us know that you are always there. And though we are unworthy, your love showers down from above with faith, hope, and love. These three, the greatest of these is love. Amen. I am thankful, Lord, for everything each flower that blooms and birds that sing. That moon above watching at night, through my window it shines its light. A baby's cry, tis sweet to hear, my mother's arms to hold me near. The stars on high in heaven's blue, for all these things, dear Lord, thank you. Thank you. 
autumn's rainbow of colors that's merry and bright before winter arrives with her blankets of white. It's the tree's last hurrah before shedding their leaves when the scarecrows are forgotten somewhere in the sheaves. It's the season now for pumpkins and candy apples galore and the pecans are falling like I've never seen before. There will be pies in the oven for some time to come and soon fruitcake for Christmas will be soaking in rum. It's the time of year for hay rides, for asters and mums, before maple trees are tapped once midwinter comes. Autumn's a brief shining moment when heaven seems so near, when we celebrate Thanksgiving, this glorious time of year. Amen. Lord, for every opportunity to walk in your light and to change a life, I thank you. For all the different ways you renew my faith, never giving up on me, I thank you. For every reminder I am unique and here for a reason, I thank you for uplifting me through the joy of gratitude and connection. I thank you, Lord, now and forever. Amen. Okay, that felt good. Stay right there. We'll be back and see what our readings have to say today. Let's check in with In Touch Magazine, always a good source of knowledge. God has given us the privilege of coming to Him with all our requests and concerns. And His Word tells us the prayers of a righteous person can accomplish much. Elijah is a good example of someone who prayed effectively. He entered into a spiritual conflict with Baal worshipers to prove to Israel that the Lord is the one true God. Elijah's petition was based on his knowledge of the Lord's supremacy and an understanding of his will. When the prophet prayed, God responded by powerfully answering the request. To have an effective prayer life, we must first be righteous through saving faith in Jesus Christ. Before redemption, we were sinners under God's condemnation. But in Christ, we are made new and declared righteous in his sight. For our petitions to be effectual, they must be in agreement with God's will. Getting to know our Heavenly Father's character and priorities is the key to a powerful prayer life. As we grow in our knowledge of him, our requests will increasingly align with his plans. Amen. And also the magazine talks about the love of God. Christians often hear that God loves them. This truth is repeated in church and believers often recite Bible verses on the topic. 
Yet do we really grasp what it means to be cared for in this way by the creator of the universe? Well, let's explore two aspects of his love. First, God's love isn't influenced by anything within within or around us because it is one of God's unchanging attributes. We know that even while we were still living in sin, Christ died for us. We didn't do anything to earn his love and we can't do anything to hinder it. Second, divine love is eternal. Believers will never be separated from it. In fact, Ephesians 1.4 tells us that the Father chose us before the foundation of the world. We know, therefore, that his care for us has always been a fact and always will be. We can trust the one who loves us completely. Jesus proved his love by dying in our place to rescue us from sin and its consequences. He promises to stay with us always and redirects us when we stray. Whether or not we feel his presence, his love surrounds and protects us forever. Amen. And now God's way day by day. Psalm 139 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. Once we've developed an intimate relationship with the Lord, the process required for the healing of our old wounds becomes less and less painful. The most painful part of the healing process is nearly always the initial breaking of our stubborn pride, the breaking up of the crusty emotional soul of denial. The more we trust him to produce in us the nature and character of Christ Jesus, the faster and the less painful the emotional healing process becomes. The layers of wounds are peeled from us like the layers of an onion. The layers in the soul become more and more tender and they give way more readily to God's loving and forgiving presence. Amen. And God's promises day by day. Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. To the watching world, our lives paint a portrait of God. Our responses to times of gladness and sorrow are like paintbrushes sweeping across the canvas of life, leaving impressions of the God we call Savior. Through our actions and attitudes, seekers gather information about Jesus that we proclaim. With the help of the Holy Spirit, may our lives paint a picture of our God who is patient, but not passive, accepting, but not pliable, holy, but not untouchable, near, 
but not us. Amen. Love a good word. Love a good word. Here's one of our favorite prayers. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide for us in our hour of need. We will not fear anything, for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us, and that we are covered in the blood of Jesus. We are especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in darkness through your word and sacrifice. Amen. Beautiful. Okay, stay with us. We'll be right back in a moment. I took a stab at writing a prayer. I hope you like it. Dear God, I am writing this prayer to you, although you know all the things I do. There is one question that I'd like to mention. When we are busy doing your will, is there a time we'll know you want us to stand still? Starting each morning with you is grand, and we know when we ask, you will take our hand. It is the other times during the day when we're tempted and prodded and don't know what to say. Should we be quoting scriptures or taking a walk? Or perhaps that's the best time to engage you in a talk. I know we are all trying to do our best. Is there a better way to go about it without taking a test? The challenges we face tend to make it all clear. The world is getting so bad, the end has to be near. So God, I guess what I'm asking in this prayer today is that you show up stronger in our lives in every way. Amen. Yikes! (laughs) Anyway, that's just my prayer. God's purpose for your life. Isaiah 30 says, Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. As you wait to hear from the Lord about how he wants you to proceed in the situations that concern you, listen especially for the specifics of what he's communicating. Not only will the Lord show you the direction in which you are to move, but he will also reveal when and how to carry out what he wants you to accomplish. 
You know by now that he likely won't give you all the details you desire, but he will certainly give you the information you need to take the next step in wisdom. Likewise, as you proceed in what God is telling you to do, look for confirmation that you've heard him correctly. The corroborating word may come as you read scripture, through friends, in a Bible study, or as you listen to sermons. But ask God to verify what you've heard him say so that you make no mistake in direction, methodology, or timing. And take heart. Once you say to the Lord, I'm trusting you to show me when and how to move. It is then the Lord's responsibility to prompt you to act. So do not fear or succumb to pressure to move ahead. You'll know exactly what to do when the time is right. Jesus, I trust you to show me when and how to proceed. Amen. That was good. And now, prayers from the wilderness. Just fumbling around my desk here. Close your eyes, bow your head. Dear Lord, my prayer today is one of praise. I praise you for grace covering me when I was oblivious to your hand working in my life. I glorify you for the ministering angels I did not recognize, but they listened to your voice of grace and not my voice of self-will. I praise you for your saving grace, which protected me from my youthful foolishness to bring me into a life of divine purpose. And I praise you for the wisdom to know it was your grace that pursued me and prevented the adversary from destroying your plan for my life. Father, I praise you for the power of grace when mediocrity attempts to seep into my spirit. Grace speaks and tells me you created me to be everything I am. When the adversary creates battles in my mind, grace attacks his thoughts and replaces them with your words of peace, hope, and joy. When I feel like my life is on hold, grace reminds me you have an appointed time for all things. And when I feel alone, grace fills me with your spirit of love. As I reflect on the spiritual archives of my life, I can see the story of grace written on every page. I can see the places where the adversary was attempting to lead me and the traps that were set. My downfall was scheduled and manipulated by him, but your grace stepped in and prevented his assault. I glorify you for teaching me. Your grace is sufficient for me and your strength is made perfect in weakness. 
I praise you for my weakness that surrenders to your grace. Lord, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your perfect gift of grace. It is another expression of your unconditional love. It cannot be earned. It cannot be repaid. You bless me. You protect me. You lead me. And for that, I give you honor, praise, and glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. In whose name? In the name of Jesus. Amen. Be right back. I know the Lord is always with me. He is helping me. God's mighty power supports me. And that's from Acts 2.25. Amen. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. And I just hope that so many of you are feeling that this is a true statement in this prayer. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Amen. Please go out the rest of this month and help someone, anyone that is in need. Show up and be like God in their life. What would Jesus do? Please help somebody in need. Thank you. Come back tomorrow and pray with me so we can get some more blessings started. I look forward to it. Bye for now.